This is Key the Mic, a podcast on the leading edge of fire service innovation. I'm your host, Inanna Hinky. Join me as we unpack today's emerging issues and the minds and tools at work to solve them. You should go to a class and have a good time and laugh and learn, and then be able to walk away and have, you're going to have some fear, but have zero anxiety when it comes to, hey, if I got to do CPR, you can't make their day any worse than it already is. So do what you got to do, you know? Today we are joined by Jason Patton. Jason is a 13-year career firefighter paramedic and coffee connoisseur, but you probably know him best for his sensational YouTube channel, Fire Department Chronicles, which uses comedy to remark on the everyday experiences of first responders. Jason, my impression is that Fire Department Chronicles was an extension of a skill set that you already possessed. Were you a jokester before you became a firefighter? I, I was. I, uh, my whole family's like that. I actually think my youngest brother is, is 20 times funnier than I am. He's got this like perfect dry humor and, and the ability to just interject a comment in the middle of a conversation and everyone's dying. So yeah, I, uh, I, I always had some comedic uh, roots to me. So we've had a good time, but never thought that I would be able to turn it into something like this with, with uh, being a firefighter. I love it when a family can get together and you see them feeding off of each other's energy where who can come up with the next funniest thing to say. That's such a wonderful thing to be a part of. What inspired you to join the fire service? You know, it was actually luck. Um, I was a mechanic. I was doing that for uh, about uh, probably four years, three years at the time. My father was a mechanic. That's why I got into it. Um, and uh, I, I hated it. I was not a good mechanic. I like was not good at it. It, it was, it was, I enjoyed the fixing of the vehicles, but I just was not my passion. So um, a buddy of mine was like, hey, you should try out EMT school. So went in and uh, tried it on a whim, went to night class while I was still a mechanic and like absolutely fell in love with it. It was, it was incredible. I just loved learning about the, the human body and, and the way it worked and, you know, collateral blood flows and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, this is insane. Like a human creates this. Like it's just so cool. So fell in love with it instantly and, and then followed the path from there you could say it's like being a mechanic of a different sort yes i've actually said that but i'm like if i screw up a vehicle not a big deal if i screw up a human eh, kind of rubs (laughs) go to jail (laughs) so it seems like making people laugh this is something you grew up with it's important to who you are how has this contributed to your public service roles you know it actually started when i started teaching cpr so I started teaching CPR about 10 years ago, uh, but, uh, but a guy that I work with, I was, most firefighters or paramedics, people, first responders, they need a second source of income and, and, uh, you know, see, teaching CPR, teaching first aid was kind of, you know, it's a lateral movement. It was perfect. So, um, I went in there and I started teaching and about six months in teaching. I was like, I bet I can like interject some humor into this. And I started doing it and people started eating it up and they were like, Oh, this is so good. It was nice because what I found was that when you're teaching people life-saving skills, or you're teaching them anything. If you somehow create a humor, um, humoristic, I guess, uh, environment or humorous environment, then people will, they'll relax. They'll be able to come out of their, their tension of learning how to save lives and they'll be able to associate it with a happy thing. So um, it was very, I think I made up a new word, humoristic, by the way. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was immediate when I found that. And then I, and then I created uh, comedy CPR, which was very fun. Your YouTube videos easily surpass 100,000 views and several more of your recent editions have over 1 million views. How do you generate your ideas? 
Uh, I'm insane. That's what I tell people. I'm, <laughs> uh, it's life experiences. It's the things that I see around me. I'm constantly singing, you know, especially with, um, you know, the things I see when I go on calls or I show up and I see people or, or things that I personally dealt with in my own life. Um, that's what tends to generate, you know, a lot of the ideas. Uh, most recently has just been watching TV shows. You watch TV shows and it's like, I see what you guys are going for, but that is nowhere near reality. So let me, uh, let me educate. And what's, what's funny is that I can utilize those, those shows, put a comedic spin on it and actually teach people the real things that we would do as firefighters and, and paramedics. So it's fun. Do you ever have folks approach you that you're working with at the fire station and say, Hey, the craziest thing happened to me. I think this would be good content. I- Absolutely. All the time. Somebody's like a call that they went on, they tell me about, or people direct message me and they're like, has this ever happened to you? And I'm like, actually, yes, it has. And let's talk about that. So yeah, all the time. And I love it. I encourage people write me, write me a hundred times a day. I don't care. I, I always love ideas. Once you have a winning concept for a video, what does your production process look like? So it depends on the, the, what type of video I'm doing. If it's a high production video, like when I did uh, comedy CPR as a, as a video or uh, a lot of my fire department coffee videos. Um, most of the time, if I have an idea or something I think I can work with, it normally goes through a brainstorming process. Then I'll create a very rough skeleton of a script, read over it, see what it looks like. If it sounds like it's funny, I'll discuss it with a couple other people. A lot of times that will bounce back and forth on ideas. Then I write a full body script, do a storyboard, and then I'll shoot the, I'll have to figure out the logistics for shooting the video. Once I shoot the legit, the videos itself, then comes the post editing. I do all the editing and, um, except large production coffee videos. I have a guy that does it, but, um, for most videos, I'm the one that does all the green screening, the shooting, the editing and all the stuff. So it's fun. Wow. I bet that takes up a lot of time. You seem like a busy person. You're involved in the fire service. You are involved in fire department coffee as well. How do you manage all of those different projects? Uh, no sleep. I just, I just drink coffee all day. No, uh, you, fi- you know what? You figure it out, right? So, um, one of the best things I ever heard when it came to time management was, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, surprisingly, right? He talked about when he first came over here as a, uh, as an immigrant, he was, uh, you know, he had learned English before he came over. And then he, uh, he's like, I wanted to be an actor and I wanted to be a bodybuilder. I want to do all this stuff. And he's like, so I'd wake up at 5 a.m. I'd go to the gym. Then I would, uh, go work my job at the construction. And I would work from, you know, whatever, nine to five, I would go to the gym again, then I would go to uh, acting classes until 11 o'clock at night. And then I would come back home, you know, and it's like, if you really want it, if you want it to happen, you you figure it out, you know, you find little micro ways to do it, you know, Uh, I put my daughter to bed, and then I'll stay up and edit the videos or shoot whatever I need to shoot that kind of thing. So if you want it to be done, you know, it'll get done. According to your channel, your first videos were posted about five years ago. Did this project end up where you expected? Uh, no, well beyond it. Well, like well beyond it. I remember my first uh, big video was I made a video about the mating call of paramedics, which is bitching. And we're just complaining and complaining. Uh, so uh, it was huge. Got 100,000 views in eight hours. And I was like, holy crap, this is insane. And now I've had videos that have gotten, you know, 2 million views in, in eight hours. So like it's, it's well beyond what I ever thought it would be. And it's, it's, it's very humbling. And, and, and I'm very appreciative in the same, in the same breath. We've heard that Fire Department Chronicles is launching this campaign to educate 22 million people in basic CPR through comedy by the end of 2022. How will this initiative be different from what you've already been doing? 
So what we, it's uh, Fire Department Coffee and Fire Department Chronicles that we're attempting to do this year. We want people to, to learn basic skills. And it's not just going to be CPR. It's going to be, you know, how to control major bleeding. We can do us, we're going to do stop the bleed videos, uh, how to use automated external defibrillators because they truly do save lives, right? We tell people all the time they're afraid to use them. You're like, you know, you're not going to blow them up. Like nothing bad's going to happen. In fact, you get an AED on someone within the first minute of them going to cardiac arrest, depending on the situation, upwards of a 90% chance of survival. But people don't want to use it because they don't understand how, or they're afraid to use it, that kind of thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to utilize videos like AEDs, uh, how to, you know, how to identify someone who's having a heart attack, all, all these things. And we're going to get them out there in very fun, exciting ways that people will want to share. And then once COVID is completely like done, we can actually have, you know, good controlled groups together um we're gonna do a tour we're gonna do a, a, a united states tour and we're gonna fill as many if we can fill stadiums we'll do it um we're gonna have a great time it's just gonna be people coming together laughing learning how to save lives we're gonna utilize emt and, and uh, paramedic instructors and cpr instructors all across the united states and we're gonna make learning how to save lives fun you know and they uh i own patented comedy cpr and my line for the business is uh, it's the life-saving class that'll make you laugh that's our slogan because that's the way it should be you should you should go to a class and have a good time and laugh and learn and then be able to walk away and have you're gonna have some fear but have zero anxiety when it comes to hey if i gotta do cpr you can't make their day any worse than it already is so do what you gotta do you know you've set out this goal of 22 million people and I know that some of those will be in person. I'm assuming you're tapping on your multiple different uh, ways of communicating with folks, whether it's online or otherwise. How do you know if you've succeeded in this or what does success look like for you? Success looks like to me, I mean, obviously we say 22 million people because that, that's a realistic number for the average views of um, videos that we get along with the reach and, and then the amount of people that we want to physically be in contact with. I mean, obviously we'll do hands-on classes where we'll utilize local CPR, EMT and paramedic instructors, as well as blended classes. Um, and then whatever we can do online through videos and stuff like that. But success to me is people truly gaining knowledge through shares, through wanting to learn, through success in comments where people are like, dude, I watched that video. It was amazing. I learned more in that video than I, than I have through other CPR classes, so on and so forth. Any type of success, we can, obviously we can put metrics on it to make sure that we are reaching the amount of people that we want to reach, but it really is turning um, the knowledge of saving lives into a truly uh, comedic fun thing because it's just so static you go to these classes and they're like everyone dies eventually and it's like that's that's not how people want to learn you know and that's why we're doing the same thing with mental health mental health we launched a class called how to hug 101 it's a 30 minute speech where you just you learn how to be a human and that's you know expressing emotions happiness and sadness those are all normal emotions and everything that's in between so surprisingly important and easy to forget somehow Absolutely. So <laughs> I appreciate that someone's out there reminding folks gently that it's okay to laugh and to love each other. Yeah. If we were putting money on it, I'd wager that most of those 150 million views of your videos are first responders or people who work with them, live with them, etc. With that in mind, how do you plan to promote this initiative outside of your usual audience and to the general public? We want to utilize, uh, obviously, press releases, the local news channels, stuff like that, because, again, uh, we don't want it to be this one-sided thing where it's just Fire Department Coffee, Fire Department Chronicles is trying to educate people. We want this to be a community thing. So we're going to utilize communities around us. Uh, you know, we thankfully, we have some connections with um, some large news agencies and stuff like that. So we'll be able to push that out. But, you know, 
unfortunately, social, well, fortunately, social media is king. Like that's what, you know, people, that's where people get most of their understanding, which or most of their news, which is, I'm going to say is not a good thing, but you know, uh, you know, that's where people get all of their information through social media. So we're going to have to utilize that. But again, when we start going into local cities, that's where we're, fire departments, you know, local YMCA's, P, uh, you know, EMT uh, agencies, stuff like that. We're not trying to educate EMTs and paramedics. We're trying to educate school teachers and moms and people that stay home with their kids. And, you know, like we want people to think that CPR is a normal thing because, because it is, you know, or identifying a, um, you know, a heart attack. Best story I ever had about that was I was teaching CPR up the West coast of Florida and I was teaching a company and there was 10 stops. Uh, by the time I, uh, I, I taught uh, class one, by the time I got to class six, a guy in class one had a heart attack the day after I taught. And because the class was fun and he was able to retain the information, he knew the signs and symptoms of having a heart attack, got himself to the hospital, called 911, but got himself to the hospital and he lived because of it. So, you know, that, that's what we want. We just want people to have a knowledge of their own bodies. That's wonderful. When can our listeners expect to see more details about your initiative, say, if they want to attend a training in person or view a video or share it with their constituents? Once, uh, once COVID is completely defined and we know where the line is, that kind of thing, whether it's in July 4th was kind of like the hoping board. So uh, that's, that's what we're, once that's defined, we're going to start setting out some dates and try to uh, organize some uh, events. Fantastic. Yeah, everything seems to be a little bit on pause, but I'm glad yeah. that <laughs> you're being proactive. And, um, you know, as soon as we're free to hang out again, this will be something that we can look forward to. Absolutely. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today? No, just uh, be safe, be good to each other, you know, uh, laugh when you need to laugh, cry when you need to cry. It's all, uh, it's all, all normal stuff. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Jason. It's fantastic to get a little behind-the-scenes look at Fire Department Chronicles since I know that it's so well-loved by so many first responders. And we can't wait to hear more about your initiative once it actually gets underway. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. Stay safe out there. And until next time. For more information about our podcast and today's episode, visit our website at keythemic.org. That's keythemic.org.